Hey guys, welcome to episode 54 of A Wrestling Gal Podcast, providing you with a female perspective on all things wrestling. Join me, your host and wrestling enthusiast, Ella J, as today I am joined by the lava bird, Lizzie Evo. Now let's chat! Hello, everybody. Today, I'm joined by the Lava Bird, Lizzie Evo. So how are you doing today? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Doing fairly well, all things considered. So firstly, how have you stayed occupied during this whole quarantine? Oh, I'll be totally honest. It's been so difficult. So <laughs> the first couple of weeks, I obviously had, I had company with me and stuff, and, and it was nice. But after a while, it just got too much, and... I tried to occupy myself by, you know, going to the park, having some exercises, doing a little jog. Um, but just staying in the house was too much. So just going in the back garden now and just doing a workout for an hour. Then I'll come in and then I'll spend some time with my nephews and then I'll go back out again. But mm-hmm. it's been so difficult, really difficult. I bet. I noticed, too, you were actually got into some home decor and room designing. Yeah, yeah. How's that yeah. been going? I'm still doing it. I'm loving it at the minute. I've been doing it for a few years, but, you know, not properly putting my mind to it, just doing it for a bit of fun. So I was like, I'm going to actually give it a go and and see what I can do. But I've had people message me about it now, which is really good. But I'm I'm, I'm looking at myself like I'm not qualified to do it. So if you're happy with me to design it, I'll do it. (laughs) What intrigues you about interior design or was it just like a hobby that you find out that you liked doing? Well, I've always loved, like, you know, if I was younger, I'd go into a house mm-hmm. and I'd just look at the room and, like, I'd be so mesmerized by, like, the space and I'd be like, what could I put in here? And I've been like that since I was younger, just, like, inside houses. I love interior design. And so I thought if I could do that myself. Mm-hmm. But in my mind, I've always had, like, a mock good at, like, art and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I always thought I wouldn't be good at stuff like that, but... I'm actually enjoying it so much. Ah. Now, before we actually get into wrestling, I noticed something in your bio on Twitter and I think Instagram. And for someone who me who's from the U.S. and I'm just honestly not educated on it and I don't know more about it. You said that to don't trust the sun. And I realized the the sun sun, is actually a news site. But can you elaborate on that as for someone from me who doesn't live in the U.K.? I don't know all these things. Yeah, so basically, there was a year when Liverpool fans went to a match. It's basically called Hillsborough, if you look it up. Mm-hmm. It's 96 fans. Um, they died, sadly, passed away at Hillsborough. Um, and the Sun newspaper lied about it. They added stories on and they were... Um, in fact, I've got a close friend in my family and the youngest person to die at Hillsborough was his youngest brother so I don't really speak about it Mm -hmm. openly with people because it's a touchy subject but yeah I just want everyone to know what the son did and what they still continue to do even to Liverpool fans now like they even message some Liverpool fans we have this group and then Liverpool fans post in it whenever they get a message from a new the Sun news reporter anyone from the Sun and it's basically them ask, not asking could they use the story, but saying they're going to use the story. 
it could be any story basically mm-hmm. so when I did looking into it I was I was saying to like a couple of friends and family like this is wrong what they're doing they did this a few years ago with the Hillsborough stuff like they over exaggerated and they lied and mm-hmm. and it was it was disgusting some of the things that they said but even to this day now they still continue to do it so I just wanted to spread the word to everyone mm-hmm. on my following because I've got the platform yeah don't buy the sun because it's not it's not true like what they write in their newspapers I would never read this one ever again. And if I see anything online that has the sun in it, I'll skip past it. Totally. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'll never believe a word the sun says. So it's just just a heads up to everyone, really, that mm-hmm. they, they manipulate and they lie. And they're not, they're not actual. I, I can't put my word. Put, I don't want to yeah. swear on your show, basically. You can if you want. But but they are, they are fucking terrible, mm-hmm. horrible people. And, and I absolutely cannot stand them. So all my followers basically know, like if you if you follow the sun, you tweet about the sun, I'm gonna unfollow you. Basically, just it's a touchy subject, and because I've got friends whose family sadly passed away that day, mm-hmm. it's um it's it's sad, you know. Yeah, I just wanted to to educate myself on it because it was yeah. something you seemed like really like passionate about, and I just genuinely didn't know because I'm like from another country. So thank, and I'm so sorry too that like you were kind of like personally not like personally involved but like you know attached to the story yeah. if that makes sense yeah. so I oh, I'm so sorry for that too no don't worry about it. you're not supposed to know and and I'm glad that you asked actually because you want to educate yourself not a, not mm. a lot of people do you mm. know they don't they don't bother looking into stuff like that they just read what the newspapers say yeah. and then that's the that's it then when that's not always the case yeah, that's right, too, especially in today's day and age. it's Exactly, some, yeah. Yeah, there's so much media twisting and all that. So thank yeah. you for giving me the heads up, and I hope anyone listening to this, once it gets put out, now knows. So Yeah, well, I hope anyone who, who didn't know before listens mm-hmm. now, I hope they all never buy the sun again. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I never want to see a person read the sun newspaper. You, your head is getting filled with so much shite. Mm-hmm. It is unbelievable. Alrighty. Well, thank you too for that. Um, no problem. But now we'll move on to something a little bit lighter, if that's okay with you. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I wanted to note too that your actual first match was in front of a live crowd at Coventry Pro Wrestling, which I love their promotion. So, yeah. can, but can you tell me from your personal experience, how would you describe the atmosphere in working with CPW? Oh, the the very first show I did for CPW was my first outside booking from, so I only wrestled for my training school at that time, so I was only getting like shows once a month, so mm-hmm. once CPW messaged me and they were like, um, we've never ran before, um, so I think it was their very first show as well, Ooh. So so to be the very first girls to wrestle on their show was such a, and it like, felt like an achievement, it was, it was a nice feeling. But when I got there, everyone was so welcome to me as well. Like, everyone was so lovely. Mm-hmm. I know it's like since that very first show, the locker room's changed so much. But mm-hmm. even still now, when I've been back now, everyone's still so nice to me. Mm-hmm. It's been one of the nicest places I've had a chance to work for. Well, I know the current CPW Women's Champion is actually a good friend of mine, Hannah Taylor. So yeah. can can you tell me more about your experiences with her and if you'd like a title shot at her? I've wrestled Hannah Taylor quite a few times, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, we wrestled for... I can't remember the very first time we wrestled each other or who it was for. But I don't think I've ever actually wrestled her for CPW. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I would actually love to wrestle her now because I know it's been a while since we last wrestled each other mm-hmm. and I've seen that she's got so much better as well. So if I could wrestle her now, I know we'd have such a better match than all the times we have before, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. It does. Mm-hmm. So I just... Um, I really want to wrestle um, Lucia Lee for Coventry mm-hmm. Pro Wrestling. That was supposed to happen, oh. of course, with all coronavirus yeah. and stuff. I'm not sure if it's going to happen, but that that's one I definitely want. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would be a great match. I've I've talked to Lucia, too. She She's such a bright star. She has yeah. her whole career ahead of her. I'm excited for her. Yeah, she's so lovely as well, like such a really nice mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. So she, she, did, she deserves all the happiness that she has at the minute. I have to agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> now, I n- also know one of your main idols is the great Randy Orton, who's a big <laughs> idol for myself as well. But can you tell me m- more about what actually draws you to Randy Orton for all these years? Oh, my God. I can't believe I'm talking about Randy Orton again. Uh, it's, uh, it's When I was younger, right, so I had an older cousin who absolutely loved wrestling. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I think I was about four or five. I remember it. So I remember being in the living room and, and loads of wrestlers came on before him. So it could have been anyone, but I don't know what it was about him. Mm-hmm. Being so young as well, I was like, what the hell? Who is this? <laughs> and then um, after that, I just always wanted to watch WWE just so I could see him, mm-hmm. just to watch him wrestle. And then once I got older and I realized like that's what I wanted to do, I always watch his matches, you know, the way he takes his bumps and stuff. I always watch his footwork, his, the way mm-hmm. he takes a bump, the way he works the crowd, his promos. Everything that I base my wrestling on has him in some type of way, if mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. It does. Mm-hmm. I, I've absolutely loved him since I was a young girl. I'd say he's probably the reason that I wrestle today. Ah. So. If I could get, like, a bump to look exactly like his, I would be so happy. <laughs> I'm sure you can after, like, practice. I feel like after watching a lot of his stuff, you should be able to, like, replicate that. I think that'd be super cool. Yeah, like, that's where my clotheslines come from. I always uh-huh. wanted to do a clothesline, like, Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, still, I'm still trying to get it, like, Randy Orton. So. <laughs> I get that. He's definitely a great idol to look up to, for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Now, I know another one of your main goals is to actually travel internationally. And I know you've been to Japan, but is there any other place specifically you would like to wrestle in once the world goes back to semi-normal? I really, really want to wrestle in Australia. That'd be awesome. I've always wanted to visit Australia anyway, but to go to Australia and wrestle, do what I love Mm -hmm. in a country that I've always been passionate about, I think I'd absolutely love that. Another one that I always wanted to wrestle, where I always wanted to wrestle, sorry, was America. Anywhere mm-hmm. in America. I just, I want to be able to say that I've saw America and wrestled, done what I love in a country that everyone is so passionate about wrestling in, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. It does. Uh, wrestling is massive in America. Mm-hmm. I think it's bigger over there than what it is over here. So if to wrestle in a country where people, so many people love it, I think that would just give me such an amazing feeling, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. is there like a certain opponent in America or Australia you kind of have your eye on? Well, I've always wanted to wrestle Rhea Ripley. Always. Yeah. Uh-huh. She's she's the goal at the minute. Like, mm-hmm. if I could wrestle anyone right now, it would be Rhea Ripley. Like, she she's unreal. That'd be cred- ep- I- that'd be epic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, I always watch her stuff because 
she works like exactly how she should if that makes sense like, it does not that mm-hmm. she's not that it means anything coming from me mm-hmm. but to see, <laughs> you, you know but like watching people who do what I do and it means as much to them as it does to me like that's mm-hmm. what that's what draws me to people and makes me want to wrestle with people Mm-hmm. to know like they want to make stuff make sense everyone has to have a purpose everything means something you know not just someone who you wrestle and you just want to get all the shit in mm-hmm. and because I've had that before and and it's all just about making a story make sense if you get me that's what I wrestle I for like mm-hmm. if you watch my stuff you know I don't do flashy stuff I'm not fancy I don't do so I yep, just I've work for the, mm-hmm. yeah I just work for the for the purpose of the story, storytelling, like that. I feel that's what wrestling always was, storytelling. Mm-hmm. And when I was younger and I watched wrestling, they always told stories to me. So if I wanted to be a wrestler when I was younger, I would always say to myself, when I'm older, I want to make my matches mm-hmm. like a story. Me, like People look at them like a story, like I have always done. Mm-hmm. And I think when I watch Rhea Ripley, everything she does makes sense. I, ju- I just love her work so much. Now, since you're since you're speaking of stories, is there a certain match for you where you think it captivated a uh, like a true story, or what do you think has been the best match that has translated into story for you? Like meant the most, told the story in the way you wanted yeah. to the most. So one of my matches, yeah, um, I would most definitely probably say Lana Austin for mm-hmm. Defiant Wrestling. Mm-hmm. All of all of our matches always told a story like because we had so many matches but I think our very last one was the one that meant the most because we really did try and tell a story through it and when I watched it back I was like I feel like my story came across now mm-hmm. so I feel I feel like that's the one I'm most proud of the most like from memory anyway like my memory mm-hmm. is so rubbish it's okay. I'd have to go and watch but also when I wrestled Visage I don't know mm-hmm. if you watched that match yes um, yeah that that one we we tried to tell the story with that one as well. I feel like I I did do my best, and as well with it being like the size difference as well, which was mm-hmm. hard. But I f- I felt like it, mm-hmm. I felt like we did do our best, and afterwards I looked back and I was like, yeah, I'm really happy with that. I just want to say too, like it's you have such a great work ethic from what I've seen, and I can definitely see it translated into your matches. And the storytelling from what I've watched has definitely been like way better than a lot of people. Like you definitely put in that extra work and conscious thank effort you. to translate oh, that into the so match, much. if it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, no, that that means so much to me because, as I said, that is something I always wanted to do for people. Mm-hmm. Like watch my match and make it make sense. So for you to say that it really means so much, honestly, thank you. I love that. You're, you're welcome. I can. Your hard work deserves to be acknowledged. So just thank wanted you. to say that. <laughs> thank you. Now, is there a certain match stipulation that you would like to tackle sometime down the line that you haven't yet? Yeah, because I've had so I've had just normal matches. I think the one I had, which I loved, was a last woman standing match. Mm-hmm. But I've never really done anything like out there if that makes sense I'd love Mm -hmm. to do like a no disqualification match I think that would be sick I would love to do that properly though with someone who Mm else someone else who doesn't give a shit you know I think that would Mm -hmm. be boss yeah you could definitely be like really innovative too and bring in like all these weapons or do something (laughs) cool with the ring or the crowd so yeah definitely yeah like tell us telling a story with Mm -hmm. with weapon I'd love that (laughs) (laughs) now what would be your weapon of choice Oh, that's a hard one. 
say not a table because the ones you always set the table up always go through the table true that's true <laughs> so I don't know probably um I'm I'm just gonna go with a chair you know I'm mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep it I'm gonna keep it simple and say a chair chair okay fair enough <laughs> Now, something else I'm interested to know is that you actually used to go by the different name of Lizzie Styles, which I hope yeah. I'm pronouncing that correctly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And now you more so go by Lizzie Evo. So what actually prompted this name change? So I spoke to a few people who are currently like, you know, doing well and signed and mm-hmm. who are friends and stuff. And the only reason I used Lizzie Styles in the first place was because I was a massive Harry Styles fan. Okay, you have good taste. Okay. Yeah, so it came from when I was younger and I loved uh-huh. Harry Styles. So I, I got ripped for it. Like, all, all my wrestling friends, Aww. like, terrorized me for it. Uh-huh. So in the end, I was like, oh, no, I just do it because I'm stylish. <laughs> and then, But I wasn't stylish. I was not stylish <laughs> at all. Uh-huh. So... And then I also found out there was a porn star with the name Lizzie Styles. So, oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, so every time I Googled myself, uh-huh. I was finding porn videos. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh, well, I think I'm best, like, changing the name away from that. So mm-hmm. I've just used, and this is my own name. My name's Lizzie Evans. So I've mm-hmm. just shortened it and kept it as my own name, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It does make sense, too. I would probably have changed my name at that point, yeah. too, if I yeah. found that out, too. Also, with all Harry's, um, AJ Styles and stuff, yeah. a bit, it's a bit too close. So I was like, it's not it's not me anymore. Plus, my whole character changed. So mm-hmm. to change my character, I wanted to change my name as well. Yeah, it's, so. yeah and if you're more comfortable with it, go for it. Yeah, yeah. Now, I've also seen, talking about during this quarantine, you've had to be innovative with your workouts, and you actually started using your replica belts as yeah. weights. So I want to know, how has that been, and has, and has it actually been producing good results for you? Amazing results. I can't Ooh. believe it. <laughs> so I have four of them. I have um, the Intercontinental, the WWE, the Undisputed one. Mm-hmm. And the cruiserweight one. So when I was in, um, I just put them into a big giant bag and I do like, you know, deadlifts and stuff with them. But and mm-hmm. squat, but I do more reps than what I would normally do because now it's they, they feel light to me now, which is at first they were really heavy all four. Mm-hmm. So that's how I know I'm getting a bit better at it. <laughs> oh. But I'm also seeing like definition in my abs and stuff because I use them for my abs workouts as well mm-hmm. so it's a, I am seeing a massive difference but I really can't wait for the gym to open properly I bet <laughs> but yeah you <laughs> gotta be really creative during these times yeah yeah especially like at my house it's because we have so many people that live here mm-hmm. and two young nephews live at mine as well so mm-hmm. if I have like weights lying around the house or like they, they'll want to play with them or they'll want to touch them or they'll ask about it so I've got my belt in a bag where no one can see what's in the bag Mm -hmm. I'm fine (laughs) all right now lastly speaking of like being creative during this pandemic and just life in general I recently saw you tweeted out saying no one is perfect that's why pencils have erasers so tell me how have you been kind of just staying positive during this whole pandemic and just life in general right now well, it's it's been it's been difficult, you know. Obviously, mm-hmm. as everyone's aware, like I've split up with yeah. my partner that I was with for almost five years and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, so it has been really difficult. But 
I think once you watch someone around you go through a physical change, like not be themselves and you have to be the one there to support them, Mm -hmm. I think that's what makes us feel stronger. So by me just helping someone through something they had a bad time during, I was like, this this could make me stronger as well. So, mm-hmm. But I was also making mistakes at the same time. So I wasn't really thinking about myself. I was just putting other people before me. So I just came to the conclusion like you have to you have to stop and put your mind first yeah. now because because there comes a time when you lose yourself and I didn't want to get to the point where I lost myself because mm-hmm. I was looking out for other people like I'm a good person I always look out for my mates my my family I'll, I'll always help people but when I felt like it was taking a toll on me and it was changing who I was that was when I had to take a step back and be like yeah we're not mm-hmm. all perfect and we all go through some stuff but just be as positive as we can be because that's the only thing that can get us by at the end of the day mm-hmm. like we've got nothing else to do at the minute so if we can just be positive and train our minds to be that way then I feel like everyone can benefit from it in some kind of way because you know like I'm all into the law of attraction and stuff like that and yeah what what you send out you get back and stuff so I've always been wanting to say, give out love and happiness and stuff like that. Just so I, Not that I can receive it back, but, you know, I always do get it back in some way. But there's no better feeling than giving it to someone else who needs it, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. It, it does. It does. So that message was more like the caption was more for other people who have gone through things and think mm-hmm. they can't come back from it. There is a reason pencils have erasers. So mm-hmm. we, can, we all come back from things. We all... We all recover, but if you can train your mind to be positive and be happy and just look after yourself, then I think Mm -hmm. you'll be happy in some type of way. Yeah, no, definitely. I have to agree with you because, yes, it is, like I've said it before, it's definitely important to check in with, like, your friends and loved ones during this time. But it's also important not to lose sight of your own, like, well-being and, like, checking in with yourself first, you know? Sometimes it's. I feel like it's just, like, a natural inclination to, like, take care of someone else first before we take care of ourselves but I'm glad that you and I definitely realized too that you can't take care of someone else before because you need to take care of yourself first yeah. you know yeah so definitely. I have to agree with you yeah and and you have to realize is that these there is only so much you can do for one mm-hmm. person mm-hmm. before they don't you they have to accept the help that's in front of them like you can physically and mentally drain yourself like I did for such a long time trying to let someone see it and and they never will until they're ready so that is not about knowing when to take the step back from Mm -hmm. and I feel like that's what makes us all so strong when we when we know enough is enough and and to walk away from that situation Mm -hmm. I, I think that's what makes us so strong and you sound like such a strong person as well I'm getting such such Mm -hmm. amazing vibes from you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah, no, I I have to agree. And I'm glad that we could speak on something so openly, too, especially during this crazy world right now. Yeah. So thank you for being open and taking care of yourself, you know? Yeah, no problem. Thank you so much for, like, just getting me on here and having me talk and stuff. It's been so nice to to talk to people and... And it is good to talk about what you go through because it is, mm-hmm. it is, it does raise awareness for other people as well. But it mm-hmm. also takes that weight off your shoulders too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I don't, I don't feel like I've got the weight of the world on my shoulders anymore, and that is amazing for me. Well, I'm glad.
But before I let you go, can you please just tell the listeners where they can find you on social media? Yeah, so you can find me on Twitter at LizzieEvo8 and Instagram is LizzieEvo underscore 8 and Facebook is still Lizzie Styles because I'm trying to change it, so I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> and I just joined TikTok yesterday, but I have ah. no videos. So it is just Lizzie at LizzieEvo, I think. Oh, yeah, you're going to become yeah. addicted to TikTok. Oh I, think, my I think I will, yeah. <laughs> you're going to become addicted. You're going to think, oh, no, it's, I'm just going to use it casually. And then you're on it. Up, You're up at like <laughs> 10 p.m. to like 2 a.m. Oh, my God. Yeah, wait. that was me last night. Uh, yeah, <laughs> just wait. <laughs> oh, so true. Oh. Well, thank you so much for chatting with me, Lizzie. It was really fun. Oh, no, I've had such an amazing time. Thank you for having me on.